welcome to 20 Minutes of Filler, Episode 5. You have to use your hands. That's a, Did you catch that reference? That's the name of the episode, that's, right? That's the, na- <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Um, that's a, Back to the Future 2. He's, he's uh, Marty McFly is playing Duck Hunt, and he's like shooting and showing off his skills. Uh, and, and this kid comes up and he's like, Oh, you have to use your hands? Baby toy. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Baby toys, you sometimes have to use your hands. But these games that we're going to be talking about are dexterity games. Games uh, games that uh, cover a lot of ground. So first we're going to start just uh, by talking about what what does that mean. And some of you folks probably already know, but for those who are not familiar, we're going to try to kind of bounce around some ideas. What What is a dexterity game, Andy? Take a stab at it. Well, uh, any any game where you have to use dexterous skill in addition to any other skills so generally when you're playing games you you think of it's it's a thinking game it's a puzzle or something and you're puzzling against somebody else or you're thinking against somebody else but here you're using your hands maybe you're blowing on something maybe you're jumping through a hoop <laughs> maybe you're <laughs> break dancing maybe you're sp- i want to play that game <laughs> maybe you're spinning a spinner and putting your hand on blue those oh. those would all be like dexterous activities and if those weigh into the game at all that's that's a dexterity game so there's like lots of different categories of of dexterity games that they fits it it's sort of a blanket term they just lightly sprinkle all over the gaming world right it has to do with like the physical manipulation of the pieces as a key mechanic yeah right so not just like the physical manipulation of of the pieces actually affects the gameplay like yeah, when we're playing poker, I'm throwing cards around. But what matters in poker is the card that's played, not whether I could stick it into a watermelon by throwing it or <laughs> or, exactly. Or, yeah. So I like to think of uh, I in in school. I was in high school, kind of growing up. I was I was a bit of a geek. I mean, I don't know if you may have noticed that, but really? just a little bit. I was a music kid. A I was, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I, I stopped playing sports in about fifth, sixth grade when I realized I was terrible at it. But now I've kind of like rediscovered dexterity games, and I absolutely love them. And I kind of think of them think of them as sports for gamers. I just think of them as sports straight up, <laughs> straight up sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, ga- I mean, sports are games most of the time. Yeah, like de- soccer is a dexterity game. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think we're taking them off the playing field and we're bringing them to the tabletop. Yes. yes. That's a key. Tabletop sports. Tabletop sports. But then that's a whole other category because we're talking about specific games like, you know, the the uh, what's the one? Uh, NFL strategy, which is like numbers and charts and it's a war game really more than anything. So Yeah, that's not a dexterity. No, that's a tabletop sports game. Though. It's a simulation. It's a simulation. <laughs> All right. So I think we've got it. So you you have to use your hands. Essentially that's a dexterity what it boils game. down to. Well, so first, let's let's just talk about um, some of the different categories uh, for for uh, dexterity games. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so I think about um... I can't read your notes, so you're gonna, <laughs> you're guiding this episode. Right now. Okay, awesome. So I guess when I think about the different categories, the first one that comes to mind is my favorite, uh, flicking games. So you're gonna get into stuff like crokinole and carom, uh, catacombs. Uh, a whole whole variety of games. What's another kind of another category of uh, dexterity games that you that you can think of? Stacking games. Some of my favorite games are stacking games, um, where you have some physical bits and you got to 
put them on top of each other and hopefully they don't tumble all over the place and hide underneath the carpet. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, there can be a lot of fun in those. Um, so another like, one... So like uh, Jenga or Animal Upon Animal or... Uh, Blockhead is one that I play with with my daughter. Blockhead? I haven't played that one. No. Bossack. It's B-A-U-S-A-C-K, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that one seems pretty fun. I haven't played it, but um, everybody recommends that one. Cool. We played Riff Raff uh, this, this summer at uh, Chicago Toy Game Fair. It's a pirate ship where you have to counterbalance because it's all on strings. It's like a platform where like the, you're, you're putting these different pieces of cargo like on the boat or on the mast, and, it, and they move. So uh, it's a pretty sweet little game. Nice. Uh, another another uh, category of the uh, dexterity games might be speed games, which they're kind of a category of their own, but I, I think they count. Uh, you get into something like Dutch Blitz or Spoons, uh, you're playing uh, really fast, so there's this kind of mental kind of thing that goes along with the, the physical um, speed being being important. It has to do with your, your hand-eye coordination. Yeah, you have a game coming out. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice segue, bro. Yeah, I um, I love, like I said, I, I love dexterity games. So, um, I last year I did Frog Flip, which is a, a flipping game, which which I don't know any or many games that do the the. the I'd the say that falls thing. into like throwing slash flipping. Throwing slash flipping. That's a, yeah. That's a new like category. A game where you're throwing, you could lump it in with throwing games like uh, Maximum Throwdown or. Or knives, like throwing knives at someone. Or darts. It's, <laughs> no, like, darts. it's like flat darts on a table. <laughs> <laughs> flat darts on a table, I like it. Or bocce ball kind of a thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the newest one that I've been working on, uh, I just signed with Crash Games, and it's called Sunset Showdown, and it's a speed dice game. So you're just ro- rolling the dice as fast as you can to make these pairs and put them on these different spots on the beach. Um, and you just... The thing about these games, these speed games, is you just have to put enough um, stuff to make your, your brain turn inside out to make it hard to like that one's really fun because there's three different numbers you're going for every turn there's but they change every turn and there's a, a different wild every turn and then there's this then there's one more element the lifeguard and you're rolling like mad and screaming at each other and there's I often <laughs> scream very loudly at, at the other players <laughs> pointing and, it, and yeah absolutely um what what are uh so we have we talked about the uh, stacking games the flicking games Speed games. Um, what else is there? What else is there? Is there any, like, the test of strength? Test of... <laughs> Arm wrestling? Of, yeah. <laughs> There's no board games that are tests of strength. Yeah. Well, well, you mentioned throwing. and um, So I think about, in that, Maximum Throwdown uh, by Jason Tagmeyer, which, which we've had a lot of fun with, where you mm-hmm. each get a different faction, and you're throwing these cards... Um, at these different targets, and, and each symbol you hit gives you a different action. You either redraw a card, or you get to throw another card, and um, and that that's a neat a neat system. That uh, I like the I like those dexterity games where there's just like that little bit of strategy thrown in there. Where maximum throwdown is fun like that because you throw cards around and eventually you you start to see patterns on the board of like okay these. There's not just one target. Like in darts, you're just trying to hit a specific target. But sure. the targets sort of develop over time in Maximum Throwdown where, okay, there's over here. I could try and go over here, and that would benefit me in this way. Or I could try and go over here, and that would benefit benefit me in this way. And that That's where I think these games sort of go from being pure sport to being like a good mix of game and sport. Yeah, there's yeah, uh, and like the, the strategy there also is like each 
character deck in Maximum Throwdown has has uh, they specialize in a different ability. Yeah. So you kind of get to know these different characters, which is totally a gamey thing. Oh yeah. But it, it plays in in five ten minutes. So like if you're not talented, we have this buddy who who absolutely hates dexterity games, except for Ascending Empires. His name's his, his name's Greg, and he he hates dexterity games. But every game night we have, he brings Ascending Empires, which is a, a big kind of uh, dexterity game and we and we start setting up on the table and then a fifth person shows up and we, we pack it up and and don't get a chance to play it but but so it's it's short enough that like somebody who's not really into them can kind of play it and like see you know get a chuckle out of it like i i sense a lot of laughter at dexterity games because yeah. well, well they're not just straight up party games it's fun because you you're, you're stepping away from the cerebral thing of gaming and getting into like using your bodies and like whoa like you know waking your waking yourself up in some different ways uh and and i think that that's one of the things that i like about dexterity games is the lightness the ease of entry like you play these games in public especially the filler ones and you're going to get attention mm-hmm. um i think it a dexterity game almost has to be a filler though because the there is a barrier to entry and that is I am absolutely terrible at maximum throwdown. The first... <laughs> That's true. I <laughs> I'm the worst max. I I scored two points the last time we played to Jason's fifteen. <laughs> um. So, but but you know the game is so fast. It, it's it doesn't matter. And I would definitely play again, even though I got my butt handed to me. But um, it almost had the games like that almost have to be a filler. They can't be like a, a long term investment of your strategy and time because if someone just doesn't have the skill, they're gonna get shut out like that. Um, unless the game is something that minimizes that a little bit, and and I think that's where we can talk about some of these games that are dexterity games but maybe aren't fillers. So yeah, right, yeah. Um, so there are a lot of great dexterity games that are fillers mm-hmm. uh and we'll point out some of our favorites but some of these ones that that are absolutely not fillers are out there and, and not to say that they're bad games but um it's a it's a niche area and it's very it's a strange world of games <laughs> yeah so we're talking about uh one of them is is ascending empires which i haven't played yet but um you have this giant board and you have these different planets and you have these discs that are your ships and you can flick them for for combat but but it seems at its heart it's a civilization building game like in a way mm-hmm. you're trying to get close enough to a planet so you can settle it and you put your little plastic bits out there and it's this kind of you're building up um and the skill the skill in flicking is a slight advantage but not an overt one yeah, yeah. so so they so if, you're, if you're terrible at flicking you can still play this game yeah okay yeah that's fair that's fair but it definitely feels like a bigger kind of thematic like Euro-y, it's this mashup of like Euro meets thematic space battle meets, you know, um, you know, curling. <laughs> you know, so um, another one that's like that that I wanted to like um, was Catacombs, and Catacombs is like a dungeon crawl but with flicking. And the problem that I had with it is is I filled in for like one turn and one round of turns because somebody had to leave or something, and I feel like that round of turns took a half an hour because everything has special abilities. You have different kind of discs that do different things. And like, there's different elements of the game. Like you have to like very tactically, like, okay, I'm going to set this dude up front to guard me from the monster here. And, and, and it was so thinky that like, I'm like, I just want to flick these discs. (laughs) And, and like two of the guys were like stepping back and like, kind of like, like having this conference, like talking about, well, if we do this, we and they're and they're like going through all the strategy, and like I'm like, 
Oh man, I could get into that game, but yeah. I can see why it would not be your thing. Yeah. Oh, totally, dude. Yeah. Like it, it. I mean, the the theme is cool, but why not just play dungeon crawl? You know, like why not just play a straight up like dice rolling? If you're going to be thinking about it, yeah. placing your miniatures, it would be a bummer if you. If you spend all that time thinking about your moves and then you... F- <laughs> and you miss your flick! <laughs> yeah, you get just... one flick and that's, you know? Yeah. It's... So I don't know if they mitigate that in that game at all, but it sounds like something I'd be into. Yeah, I, I haven't played enough that, and it's been a while, but um, it's definitely not a filler. Yeah. A couple a couple other ones, I think, that, that kind of toe the line. Um, yeah, Crokinole and Karim we mentioned, but these are these classic games, like uh, the, the, the big round or square board and, and Karim is a lot like billiards where you have a striker and you're trying to kind of get stuff in pockets. Okay. Um, and you, you hit your big round disc at a smaller disc kind of a thing. But then like, you only get to keep it if you, if you get a second shot in or cover it, it's, um, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. Um, it's really good. It, it maybe takes 15, 20 minutes to play, but it's like the game of India. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's just a huge game. Like it's a street game where people are on the streets playing it. And, and it's a game where, um, where people take that seriously. Like this is our game. Like in the same way that some people play billiards, like billiards is our game. That's all we do. You know, yeah. crocodile right. similar. I've seen it. Um, like I have friends from Canada who say that, you know, like they, they have one at their cottage, you know, like it's just a commonplace thing. in a lot of those homes and it's just, you're flicking towards a, a, a circle in the middle and, and trying to knock other people's discs off the board. Uh, kind of like a darts kind of a thing with, with flicking. Um, but again, there's world championships, there's leagues, there's, there's boards that you can buy that costs, you know, 500 to to $1,000 made by this custom, like, you know, craftsman. Um, so people get pretty serious about it. And, mm-hmm. and, but it could be a filler. Like I play it with my, you know, four-year-old daughter sometimes and, and just, you know, we just flick stuff around and it's like this 10 minute diversion, you know, I play it with my wife and it becomes this, you know, 15 minute, you know, to an hour long thing where we want to play again and again. Um, but what are some games that don't fit into any of these categories that we've defined like these flicking or um, stacking or well yeah I think I think we're doing a uh, we're doing a game together uh, Andy and myself Jason which we forgot to introduce ourselves at the beginning of the show but we're working on a game called Camp Khaki where we are kind of sliding cards around a forest and foraging for different things. And it's um, it's partially like an engine building, kind of uh, meeting goals and building up some resources. But on the other hand, it's just kind of moving cards around with one finger and trying not to crash into each other. So um, not to tutor our horn and say we came up with this really novel mechanic. <laughs> but we did. But we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we, I was... I was trying to segue into looping Louie. <laughs> oh, you were? One. Because I don't know. I don't like that's a toy. You know, I don't know where that fits, but there's definitely a dexterity aspect to it. Um, but why don't you tell? Why don't you tell me a little bit about looping Louie? Yeah. So looping Louie is this is this big plastic motorized game where you have these four legs that are sticking out from each side into your barn. It's these different barns, and there's chickens on top of your barn, which are little sideways discs that are just kind of sitting there in this little slot, and you have this um, paddle. Um, that you're, so it's a little bit like pinball in that sense. You know, you're, you're having this button that you push to kind of activate the paddle. Um, while the motorized loop and Louie is like flying around in circles and he goes up and down because he's on this kind of pivot point. Um, and you hit him with a paddle and he will jump over your barn. And then if you hit him just right, he might bounce and take out the chickens on your neighbor's barn. Um, but then sometimes he does these crazy kind of 
aerobatic kind of you know moves and immelmans and <laughs> loop de loops. Um, and it takes five minutes to play. But and, and I have to correct myself because a couple episodes ago I said Carcassonne was the game I've played the most, and that's a lie because I realized that I've I've played Loop and Louie probably 150 times because <laughs> every time we get it out we play it 20 times because it 152 takes, times 152 because we, we played, because we played it beach. right before this. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's this crazy um, it's this crazy fun toy. Um, but everybody I play it with loves it because it's just, I, I pull it out and I like aunts and uncles are sitting down to play it and they hardly play anything besides like Euchre or Cribbage, you know? I think the cool thing about dexterity games overall is that it shows you literally anything you do can be made into a game. <laughs> Seriously. You can have a motorized toy with paddles that you're slapping into the air. That's a game. You can flick little discs and coins all over the place. That's a game. You can throw sharpened sticks at the wall <laughs> that can be a game like you could make a game out of anything it's it's exciting yeah totally so yeah that and loop and Louie brings to mind um kids games that i think that there's a lot of kids games that deal with dexterity because that's the kind of developmental stage kids are kind of working on fine motor skills mm-hmm. but a lot like loop and Louie. <laughs> Like, a lot of those games can be a blast with adults. Um, we played another one just earlier today, Hula Hippos. It was a hobby game, but GameRite picked it up, and you spin a wooden ring, and you flick these little hu- 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 um, hippo discs and try to get them under this ring. When it slows down, it, like, falls. And why this is a kid's game, I, I don't know, because it's impossible. Like, it's really hard to get your hippo under the it wasn't, ring. It wasn't that hard. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mopped, I mopped the floor with him earlier. <laughs> Remember maximum throwdown, all right, buddy? You have your games, I have mine. <laughs> um, but another another one that you've mentioned and that we both were talking about was Animal Upon Animal, another oh, stacking game. Yeah. But That's my main recommendation. If you buy any of these games, buy Animal Upon Animal. I played with, I've played so many times where I play with my uh, three-year-old daughter, like, all the time. She does really well, even though she's three. She takes a very, like... Her strategy is, so the basic idea is that you have this alligator in the middle and you have to stack up these different shaped animals on top of the alligator. Uh, On your turn you roll a die and it tells you how many you put up there. There's also some special abilities and things on the die. But you put an animal up there and if you knock knock any of the animals down you have to take them up to two. Um, So the way Penny plays, my kid, she'll sort of haphazardly throw an animal up there. And just go with it, you know? And she gets lucky, like, so much, and it'll just sit, like, right on the edge. Oh. And she hoses me every time. So I played with my with my friend Toby and, and with Penny, like, this weekend. And Toby is diabolical at any game he plays. He always tries to, like... So he's, like, balancing things on the very, very edge. And if Penny's turn is after his... <laughs> he's just trying to make her mess up and she'll roll the hand every time where the hand is lets you give a piece to somebody else and they have to put it up oh. so she, so he'd put something on there all haphazardly she'd roll the hand and give it <laughs> <laughs> immediately give toby so they so my three-year-old daughter and my friend toby were stuck in this like death match of animal upon animal <laughs> That's it so was awesome. super entertaining, so buy that game. Yeah, so that's that's your big recommendation. My big recommendation, uh, probably right now, um, we've, we've said it a bunch during the game, uh, Jason Tagmeyer's Maximum Throwdown. I think he's a lot of fun. Yeah. You're throwing cards. Um, Jason's a great guy. The art in this game is beautiful. It's by AEG. It's about 20 bucks, and it's pretty readily available. Yeah. So um, 
I'm terrible at it, and I still love it. Yeah, good stuff. So, <laughs> so check that out. Um, another thing we want to we want to mention is we're having a contest since we're talking about dexterity games. Uh, if you share our uh, game uh, podcast here, Twenty Minutes of Filler, on Twitter in the next uh, uh, in the week between this episode and the next with the hashtag hashtag twenty two zero minutes of filler and share a link to our show, um, you'll be entered uh, to win. A copy of Frog Flip, my flipping game from Sprocket Games. It's a it's a little micro game, and a copy of Jeremiah Lee's Zombie House Splits, a speed game. Um, that's that's a lot of fun. So uh, please uh, please share about our show. We thank you guys for tuning in. We just want to share this with more people so we can just continue to get the word out there and, and uh, build up our listenership so we can just keep bringing you uh, great games and great discussion about fun little games. Um, Andy, where can we uh, where can we find you on Twitter? I'm at Andy underscore Lennox. Awesome, and I am at Jason Kotarski. Uh, thanks so much again for for listening. We uh, we hope that you get out there and you uh, flick some discs or throw some cards and have some fun filled gaming with your family and friends. Take care.